Unfiltered. Carolina Panthers Urban News and Commentary. Yeah. Welcome to the very first episode of the Urban Panther Podcast. You are now in the concrete jungle with your boy Hoodwink. Uh, I welcome you. This is definitely going to be uh, what we like to call color commentary uh, and also a blue lit podcast, meaning there's a lot of adult content within this podcast. You will hear some language. If you aren't from where we're from, being the urban community, you might be motherfucking offended. Go ahead and log out now. But if you are of where we come from, that same cloth that we come from, we thank you. We appreciate you. Go ahead and keep it locked and keep it listening. Uh, each and every episode, we're going to have a few different segments, uh, like uh, predictions, what we like to call three and a baby, which are our main three points that we're going to have each and every show. Uh, we have a panther in the room question of the day. Uh, each segment, we're also going to give out a small cat award, which basically goes to the person that's not living up to the hype or they need to go ahead and get the fuck up out of Dodge. Uh, and then our closing arguments in each and every podcast, we're going to showcase uh, some talent from the Carolinas, man, because we have a lot of great music coming out of uh, where we come from that we think that the world needs to hear. The Urban Panther Podcast, three and a baby. Talking about rookie additions, our new segment of Ball Out or Fallout, and then talking about All or Nothing, the Amazon Prime TV show that will be detailing the Carolina Panthers 2018 season. Uh, the rookie additions to me, man, aren't just those that come straight out of college, but it's just new additions to the team as well. So let me run down uh, the new players that we've picked up. Uh, straight out of the draft, we got Brian Burns, defensive end, Greg Little, tackle, Will Greer, quarterback, Christian Miller, outside linebacker, Jordan Scarlett, running back, Dennis Daly, a tackle, uh, Terry Godwin, wide receiver, uh, undrafted free agents, uh, Elijah Holyfield, running back, Corian Ballard, safety, Damian Jean-Pierre, wide out, Jordan Kunizic, linebacker. Uh, and also new additions uh, in the free agency, uh, Matt Paradis, Bruce Irvin, Chris Hogan. You know who they are. You know exactly who they are, man. So I'm pretty excited about uh, the new additions to the team, namely Will Greer. I think that we didn't really have a major uh, threat at the backup quarterback position. So I'm glad to have this acquisition, man, out of that draft. And I'm really excited to see how he fares out. Uh, also, who really stands out to me, man, is Bruce Irvin. We needed to bolster up this defensive end uh, room. So with us having the additions of Brian Burns uh, and, and everyone that we already have in the room and motherfucking Bruce Irvin, I really feel like we're going to be getting after the quarterback this season, man. And I'm really excited to see exactly how we fare against the defenses in the NFC South and everyone else at large. Moving forward into the ball out or fallout. Now, this segment, man, really details uh, who on our team is on the cusp or, or on the cusp or what we call the bubble and who needs to really uh, play well or, 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 or fucking see the door, bro. Um, you know, I hate to say it because I like this this player as a person, as a man, um, and, and as a good mind. Uh, but wide receiver Torrey Smith, man, uh, outside of uh, showing the boys the ropes and that big-ass catch that he had on fourth down last year down in Philly, man, to really spark that comeback or solidify that comeback, I really haven't seen nothing from him outside of that, man. Now, I understand... You know, there's injuries and, and, and things of that nature, but 
homies gonna have to ball out or fall the fuck out, man. For real, for real. Like, I see it. That wide receiver room isn't getting any smaller, and they're not getting any younger. So he's gonna really have to show and prove this year, or I think he may be uh, on his way out the door. Uh, another one, man, is Don Terry Poe. I can't say I even like the kid. Uh, I don't really know much of him. Uh, he's not really like a vocal person, really, uh, from what I've seen on social media or just around the web. Um, but uh, he's taking up a lot of space in, on that line, that defensive line, and he's taking up a lot of space when it comes to the money uh, off the cap. So, But he's not really getting any real production. Um, I mean, aside from hurries and things of that nature, like I want to see sex. I want to see tackles for loss. I want to see the metrics that really matter uh, for an interior defensive lineman. You feel me? And he's not really getting the job done. Um, I was fearful of him when he was down in Atlanta because I seen what kind of havoc he would wreak uh, back in our backfield. But I haven't seen that Don Terry Poe on our motherfucking team. So I don't know where you at, bro, but you got to show yourself. You got to come through or you're going to be leaving through. You feel me? Uh, and then lastly, uh, at the safety position, man, Colin Jones, pretty good fucking uh, special teams player. Uh, but at the safety position, I don't know if it's uh, just mechanics. I don't know if it's uh, mental errors or if it's just like, you know, he, he he's just not talented enough. But he's just not getting the job done at the safety position. And I think he's going to either have to ball out this year or fucking fall out, bro. Um and then lastly, our all or nothing uh, new Amazon Prime uh, feature with the Carolina Panthers for the 2018 season. Uh, I wanted to go over some last season takeaways, man. I think inside of that, I'm really excited to see this shit. But I think uh, out of it, man, we'll take like, you know, definitely we have a toughness to win. Uh, we had a lot of games last season that really came uh, in within, you know, seven, three, ten points. You feel me? So uh, we're going to see a lot of that, man. So we. Um, are going to be able to have to shore up those mental errors from last year. Uh, and I think we're going to be able to really see an in-depth look at a lot of those mental errors and how players were thinking about the games and uh, how they dealt with things on in, in, in the off um, on their off time. And then lastly, man, just being able to finish games out. Um, you know, if, if we're getting, if we're winning, going into the fourth quarter or we are close enough to, to, to overtake uh, the offense or overtake the our, our opponent, man, and really get that win, especially at home, uh, we need to do that. So those are the three takeaways that I got from last year, having the toughness to win, a toughness and a will to win, rather, uh, being able to shore up those mental errors and then also finish games out. That's been your motherfucking three and a baby. This is your boy Hoodwink. You were in the concrete jungle on the Urban Panther podcast. Predictions, predictions, predictions. This your boy Hoodwink with the Urban Panther Podcast. Uh, first and foremost, man, our prediction on how will our defense fare under Eric Washington in his second year. Uh, I call him E-Dub. What up? Uh, under that 3-4 or that 4-3 mix defense, um, I think that we're really going to turn the corner in our defense, man. The last few years, we've had a good defense uh, being up under a few different um, you know, defensive coordinators that have gone on to become head coaches, of course. 
Uh, but this second year of having uh, a continuity at the defensive coordinator position with Eric Washington and being able to move from that 4-3 that we've always been known for uh, to a hybrid or being able to stay in that nickel package uh, and having the personnel uh, to, to, to be able to maneuver between this mix, uh, I think we're going to turn the corner and really be really fucking good, man. Especially with the additions of Brian Burns, motherfuckers like Christian Miller. You're going to have uh, people like Bruce Irvin who can also, uh, you know, rush the passer with his hand down or be able to, to stand up in that two-point position, man, at the linebacker position. Uh, I think we're going to be a lot more faster on defense, uh, being able to stand up and still get to the quarterback and rush him uh, and put pressure on him. Um, I'm really excited to see how this shit is going to fare, man, because we got we got playmakers at every motherfucking uh Every every piece of the defense, from the line uh, to the linebacker room uh, to the, to the back end as well uh, at at the safeties and the cornerback spot, man. So I'm really really excited about this shit uh, and see how they're gonna fare well um, this season in the 2019 year. Uh, also, predictions: Can we get back to the NFC South prominence? Yes. In a short answer, um, maybe. In a long answer. Because we got to dig ourselves out, man. You know, with the additions of uh, the new uh, head coach, Bruce Arians, down in Tampa. Uh, I'm scared of that shit. I don't know about y'all, but Bruce Arians ain't no bitch. He knows what he's doing when it comes uh, to putting together a team uh, and, and putting together a good offense um, and a defense as well. And really just molding a team for success. Uh, he's been to championships, uh, NFC championship games and, uh, and winning divisions. And, you know, he, he ain't he's no slouch when it comes to coaching, man. So uh, with his addition to the NFC South, uh, also with um, Atlanta and New Orleans seemingly getting stronger every year uh, with their new additions in free agency and, and through the draft, uh, it's going to be an uphill battle. But I think that we have the the team this year to do that shit, bro. Uh, with the additions that we have uh, in the free agency and in the draft and just knowing our coaches and, and, and the new scheme that we're going to go with this new defense, I have no, no like really reservations in thinking that we can be uh, number one when it's all said and done in the NFC South and, and be the new kings of the South, man. Uh, it feels good to be able to go to the locker room or see them boys in the locker room and, and playing that motherfucking tip. Now everybody want to be the king of the South, but you ain't running the damn thing but your mouth. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm really excited about that shit, and I think that we can get back to NFC uh, NFC South prominence, man, and take over and really run that shit for the next few years, honestly. And also, a bold prediction for the 2019 season. 50 touchdowns. 50 touchdowns. Cam Newton, Cam Newton, 30 years 30 old, years 2019. Yeah, I said it. 50, 50 fucking 50 touchdowns. touchdowns. You feel what I'm saying? He's done it before. He can do it again. Uh, coming off of a surgery, it wasn't even like a, a real, real, in, in, real deal intrusive surgery on his shoulder. They went in, did a scope, 
you know, pulled out. They didn't hit any ligaments or none of that dumb shit. You know, probably scraped off a little bit of the damn cartilage just to make things a little smoother uh, with the throwing motion and all of that. But, you know, he, he's he's definitely where he needs to be. And I'm excited with all of the weapons we have around him. And also himself, man, just watching his workouts and how he's been going hard. I have no qualms with saying that he will get 50 fucking touchdowns this year. You feel me? That's my bold prediction. These are all my predictions for the 2019 season. Let's get it. Urban Panther Podcast. And now for the Panther in the room question of the day, man. I mean, we just got to address some things, you feel me? Like, we can't just continue to look over this and not really speak to it. Like, what's going on with Cameron Artist Payne, man? Like, why are we holding him up? Why we got him on the roster if we not going to use him? Like, I don't get it. What's the use of having connects if you ain't going to use them? What's the use of having killers if you ain't going to let them shoot? Like... He just sitting back, just aging, just chilling. You feel me? I don't even know why he continues to come back to the team. He had to wait behind Jordan Stewart. I mean, Jonathan Stewart. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking of Jordan Scarlett. He had to wait behind Jonathan Stewart. Then we drafted C-Mac Mizzle. C-Mac come on to the goddamn team. Then he got to wait behind C-Mac. Okay, Jay Stu leaves. He still don't really get a chance to play. Like, I don't understand it. Like, does Cuz not know the plays? Is he taking shit he ain't supposed to be taking? Is it disciplinary actions? Like, what the fuck is it? That is the panther in the room, man, that we need to address. What the fuck is going on with Cameron Artis Payne? What are our plans for the damn running back backfield? We cannot continue to let C-Mac run 90% of the plays, man, and touch the ball so many times. Like, we're going to wear the goddamn tread out on the tires before we even get a chance to get to 60,000 miles with this shit. You feel me? Like, come on. What is the problem with Cameron Artis Payne? Why is he not on the field? I've seen so many other different uh, articles talking about Ron Rivera wanting to find ways and to scheme cap onto the field, but we still have not seen it. Is Norv not a fan of Cap? Is he not, like, getting the job done in practice? Is he showing up to practice late? Like, what the fuck is going on? I do not understand it, dog. I don't understand this shit. For a back that averages over four yards of carry. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you average over four yards of carry and not be on the field? That don't make sense. Not even a lick of sense. Not even a little bit of sense. Nathan. So what are our plans for him? I know I ain't the only one that feel like that. Probably hearing that shit all over barbershops and shit all over the Carolinas. Project step buildings all over the Carolinas, man. Front porches all over the Carolinas. Cap. Put my dog in, dog. Like, what's going on with that? I don't, I don't understand that right there. That's the panther in the room, man. We got to find out what the fuck going on with my dog. You feel me? That's the Panther in the room question of the day.
And now for our small cat award. Now this award goes out to people who just aren't getting it done. People who may be fucking up in the media. People who may be bullshitting around, not reaching their potential. Uh, or just people I just namely just don't fucking like for whatever reason that I'll disclose during the award ceremony. But every episode, we going to be giving out a small cat award, meaning you're not the big cat. You're not pantherific. You ain't doing what the fuck you supposed to do. So episode one, Urban Panther podcast. First recipient of the small cat award goes to. And can I get a motherfucking uh, a drum roll of some sort somewhere in the world for our latest pick out? But it goes to motherfucking uh, former number one or not number one, but first round draft pick for the Carolina Panthers in 2016 defensive tackle. Vernon Butler homie just ain't getting it done, man. He's going on his fourth year in the league has less than 50 tackles. And only has about two sacks. He had a .5 sack one year and one and a half sacks another year and zero motherfucking sacks another year. This is ridiculous, y'all. This is fucking ridiculous, man. If you've seen in the news lately, we have not picked up the fifth-year option on him. Uh, every first-round draft pick gets a, a, a fifth-year option uh, by every team. We ain't picked that shit up because he ain't performing. I mean... He a big dog in the sense of uh, being physical in terms of his body size. He's 6'4", 3 fucking 30 plus or whatever. But he just ain't getting it done. You got the shortest amount of distance between you and the motherfucking quarterback, bro. And he ain't getting there for the sacks. I just don't understand. Is it maybe getting caught up in the trenches or they, they blocking, you know, putting major schemes on him. But you also got KK Short up in there. You also got fucking Don Terry Poe up in there. Like, they should be getting some of them blocks, bro. Like, why you ain't getting loose in your first-round draft pick? Shit crazy. I don't know if he ain't hungry enough. I don't know if uh, Cuz ain't got down strong enough. But damn, bro, you got to do something. You got to do something, yo. Like, you just ain't getting it done, man. Like, we need to see more up out of you, bro. You a damn first-round draft pick, bro. And you got less than 50 tackles in three years, and you going on your fourth year. Like, uh-uh. We can't be doing that. We can't be doing that. So, first recipient of the Small Cat Award definitely goes to Vernon Butler. And I'm pretty sure he's a good guy, man. You know, probably does a lot for his community. Probably does a lot in this community. You know what I'm saying? The Carolinas. But when it comes to being on the field, in the bank, especially, bro, ain't getting it done. You know, but it was another person that I like to definitely name as an honorable mention is no longer with the Carolina Panthers, but you can still get a motherfucking small cat award forever have been on the Panthers, whether the roster or the front office or just affiliated in some way. Because I thought about Ray Carruth, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to bring that dumb shit up. Ain't nobody want to hear about that shit no more. You feel me? But Dave Gettleman, dog. <laughs> Dave Gettleman, man, he, he took it. He he went and picked up goddamn Jones out of uh, Duke for the quarterback. I don't know what's going on with that pick. Not when Will Greer was sitting right there. You know what I'm saying? He just looked over that motherfucker. Not when 
uh, you had Buddy out of OSU, I mean, Ohio State, uh, that got picked up by Jay Gruden and them up there in, in, in Washington. You, you had a chance to get him, but you didn't. You went for Jones, but that's not the reason why he would, he's honorable mention for the small cat award. The reason why, because you go and you pick up your supposedly touted, uh, you know, backup now, but you know, the, the future for the Giants in the quarterback position whenever Manning is up out of there. But you go and get Mike Rimmers? Out of all motherfuckers, you go get Mike Rimmers? And use him to shore up that right tackle spot on your line, bro? That last spot that you had up there? You go get Mike Rimmers, my nigga? That's why Buddy was definitely a strong candidate to get this motherfucking small cat award. But he didn't get it because he's no longer with the team. So, Vernon, you're going to have to hold that down, buddy. To be Charlemagne-esque with his motherfucking donkey of the day, let me get one more motherfucking meow for the small cat, Vernon Butler, y'all. And now for the final comments for the first episode of the Urban Panther Podcast, man. I just want to thank you for listening. This your boy Hoodwink. You're getting ready to exit the concrete jungle, man. Uh, I don't know where you're listening at. It may be in the morning, maybe late at night, and maybe right before the game or whatever, man. But I just appreciate the listen. Uh, make sure you subscribe. We're going to be coming to you every Thursday or Saturday, depending. Uh, but we're going to come to you every week, man. And, and give you that raw shit straight from the heart. Hit us up on IG at Urban Panther Podcast. Uh, you can email us at Urban Panther Podcast at Gmail. Uh, you know, stay in touch with us. Let us know what you want to hear about. Uh, let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. Uh, answer any questions. Hit us up on YouTube. Uh, we're going to continue to give you some, some premium content, but for real niggas, you feel me? That love the Carolina Panthers. Uh, all the G's out of the Carolinas is going to tune in to the Urban Panther podcast because we're going to give you the unadulterated, unfiltered, real shit. You feel me? And we got inside lines into the locker room, inside lines to the organization. Uh, you know, we're not taking this lightly. We're doing this the right way, but we're just not doing it the way they do it on the mainstream. We're going to do it the way we do it on the understream. You dig? Uh, I want to give a few shout outs, man. Uh, shout out to Live Squared, shout outs to I-95, and shout outs to our sponsors, Brothers Eye Cinema. Also, a major shout out for being able to produce this, this show is Offered Solutions and also Page Fabrication. Uh, we appreciate our sponsors, uh, and we're also going to leave you guys with some brand new music up out of the Carolinas. It's coming out of the PD, two blazing motherfucking artists, G-Lo Poppy. And that motherfucking SOB cam from Dylan and Mullins, respectively. You feeling me? So, y'all take it light. Do it right. Listen to these motherfucking tunes, man. Hit us up next week. Holla. Yeah. Hey. It's G Lo, nigga. And I stand on everything I say in this music. Hey. So, ain't no capping when I'm rapping, nigga. It ain't no capping when I'm rapping, nigga. Hey, what's happening, Cam? Hey. 
It ain't no capping when I'm rapping, nigga. All of them nights I ain't have it, ain't big for the shit. It get real, no pretending this shit on my own, and it's down till I'm leaving this bitch. On the game with that, we gon' be rich. We done hustle for that, and we struggle for this. Till I'm up, I'ma do it again until losses so much, I don't know when I win. But still, I won't be head on the swivel. I'm trying to get me a million. I don't give a fuck by the image or by the nigga. He got what I want, I'ma get him. Be cordial, I don't want a kid. They say I be tripping. Fuck that, I know how I'm living. She can go left in a minute, ain't like I can end it. It been like this from the beginning. That water been deep, but I'm in it. It hurt to be friendly, I lost all my love cause of that. That love will never come back All that capping no apps I'ma put this shit on West Bend Now trust me, I'm clapping the strap Every dollar gon' count EDC, that's a new stamp Turn that little beef into ham The heart of a line I dare you try me like a lamb You gon' step, I'm like, yes, I'm a ham You should think about your fam I do this shit, I'm all I got That beggar been put to a stop And if I got the Glock Ain't no more asking, demanding Then send your ass on on that block Where that bread on my house Skip, you run it, that bitch Hustle the hit in the lick I know some locks Smiths for kicking your shit Running and aiming that kids All that for the ends Fuck all that whip in the bins I'm trying to whip it again Free all my dogs out of the pen, watch out my pockets and stand. Look at my grandma and grin, like this what it is. You would not go broke again. All of them setbacks, it's time for a win. But until then, back on the block going in. I'm back on the block living in. I ain't have it, ain't big for the shit. It get real, no pretending this shit on my own. And it's down till I'm leaving this bitch. On the game with that, we gon' be rich. We done hustle for that and we struggle for this. Till I'm up, I'ma do it again. Until losses so much, I don't know when I win. But still, I won't be. All of them nights, I ain't have it, ain't big for the shit. It get real, no pretending this shit on my own. And it's down till I'm leaving this bitch. On the game with that, we gon' be rich. We done hustle for that and we struggle for this. Till I'm up, I'ma do it again. Until losses so much, I don't know when I win. But still, I won't be. On the press, shit, these niggas, they friends. But know that he telling, so how you respect it? Hell, niggas get turning to vegetables over some petty shit. Bitch, I be ready that Cindy and hell. Well, take one of mine, your home, I take it up. Cross me, I ain't playing, Phil. You stuntin', I ran in your shit, want no yen, no. I ain't need to see a pan, no. Remember my dream was just to see 18. I ain't think I'd live long. Remember that whole say I went beat on. Now my shit, her ringtone. You were home playing on the PS4. I playing with Dev, though. Put one up in her, he see me as hell, though. Say he gon' kill me, I still ain't get stretched, though. Knew I was home, but these niggas ain't help, though. On people talking, calling me clear, though. Say I ain't funny, nah, nigga, I know it's so. I was lonely, want nobody was showing up. Used to hate waking up when I was growing up. Now they look up to me, now that I'm blowing up. Back to back, rolling up, constantly pouring up. My nigga G got hit up, but he holding up. Rocking that club, ain't even old enough. Nigga, it's okay to hate. Shoot you in your face, blow off your face, call that the fade away. Got faith, we gon' leave these project gate one day, yeah, we gon' be straight one day. Got faith, I'm gon' shoot first, I love my life. With a nigga, I ain't gon' play. All of them nights, I ain't have it, ain't big for the shit. It get real, no pretending this shit on my own, and it's down till I'm leaving this bitch. On the game with that, we gon' be rich. We done hustle for that, and we struggle for this. Till I'm up, I'ma do it again. Until losses so much, I don't know when I win. But still, I won't be. All of them nights, I ain't have it, ain't big for the shit. It get real, no pretending this shit on my own, and it's down till I'm leaving this bitch. On the game with that, we gon' be rich. We done hustle for that, and we struggle for this. Till I'm up, I'ma do it again. Until losses so much, I don't know when I win. But still, I won't be.